We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm up your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Hello, CMOS girlies. It is April 16th. It's a Sunday and here I am with Emma to serve you guys a lovely podcast. How's it going, Emma? It's going good. Spring has sprung in the city, so everyone is happy. All the trees and flowers are blooming. And oh my God, it just brings me so much life. Yeah, I'm good. I swam this morning. It was a good swim. I felt strong for once. Sometimes I usually feel fatigued most of the time when I'm in the pool, but I'm still, you know, able to keep up with the boys. But today was different for me. And then, yeah, I got some coffee and breakfast with with the people. So, you know, just my usual Sunday crew. It kind of feels like church now, like going there on Sundays and like hanging out and all that. But yeah, I'm good. How are you? That's funny because in some workout cult circles, like Soul Cycle and whatever they call like rides, like church, they're like, oh, going to church today. And it's like oh, Soul well. Cycle. So you could definitely approach that with your homies and call it church or something like that. Um, I'm good. Nothing really new over here. I've just been running a lot more, which has been great. I'm obsessed with the tulips outside. Like whenever you see like an old person like crunched over, not crunched. Oh my God. Crouched over. Just crunching old people. Crouched over and like taking a photo of like a a tulip or a tree or something. That's me every single time I see like a new little bustle of tulips like around the city it's nice Mm -hmm. so the vibes are good um my first like non-serious topic is the combination of peas with cottage cheese this is a deep cut for me i don't know why um my mom growing up for thanksgiving would put peas in her mashed potatoes and before people say that's the most disgusting thing i am as white as they come i'm from the midwest casserole culture of america so that's a thing that's not even that insane to hear people eat in minnesota so i tried well i've been eating cottage cheese in a savory way and i know you have emma but i've been eating it in a savory way because of my cottage cheese ice cream flop that i referenced a few weeks ago so i've been eating it mostly with mary's crackers the everything but the bagel ones which are great or the everything ones and recently i've been obsessed with peas and that chili crisp by fly by jing and green beans like picture this 
all of that just in one bite on a mary's cracker delicious i don't know why that sounds really good so i recommend that anyone tries that thank you i will have to buy peas i feel like my vegetable consumption hasn't been lacking but i just need to add more fiber into my diet um so that is one thing that i'm prioritizing for the next coming weeks i just feel like sometimes i get busy and overwhelmed with everything that i'm like Sometimes the vegetables, they just get abandoned. Um, yeah. yeah, it truly feels like we haven't potted them forever, but I figure I could give the, the, yeah, the people Easter. that listen to this podcast an Easter recap if, for anyone who's interested. Uh, I went home for Easter. It was very lovely. It was basically summer outside, which was insane. And I ate really good food, but I went swimming with my dad and one of my brothers who also swims. And it's it was really special and wholesome. My dad is i wouldn't say he's trying to get into swimming but he will like go and kind of like walk the pool and i gave him some kicking tips on how to properly kick in the water and how to maybe improve his stroke so that was special and definitely fulfilling and yeah i hung with my best friend jessa we bought some records together which was super fun and just like driving around and listening to music with the windows down really is just like such a special thing that i miss so much and like when you go home and do it you're like damn this this hits different um but yeah easter was cool we stand easter i love that for you love to have like a celebration or holiday i was talking to people early today once you graduate and become an adult you don't really have anything that is different in your life like my life has been the same for the past two years and so holidays are kind of the only thing that can break that up you don't have summer break you don't have like finals you don't have like I'm starting a new job I'm buying a new apartment or if you do those things then they're exciting but sometimes it doesn't feel like you have chapters closing and like opening like I feel like the last chapter for me was like stress fracture and before that it was probably like going to Australia with my family and then maybe like running a half marathon like I don't know I don't have many memorable moments yeah Yeah, no everything's a blur but my point um i was gonna talk about run club i've gotten a few cmos release questions about it because i posted on my story that i want to travel for run club so that's something that could happen in the future so if you're a cmos girly and you run let me know what city you live in because i've been pitching and like proposing ideas to various business people um brands that i work with about traveling me traveling for running so let me know if you want to um link and build and i'll come run in your city probably only us because flights are expensive but that could be fun um nothing really else happening for me but emma and i do have a fun fancy event this weekend that is actually sold out yeehaw um it's with pop-up grocer they are a consumer packaged goods like pantry store they're a shop they're like a curated they're like a curated grocery store yeah they're a shoppy shop that there's like an article at what what like newsletter was that in or something um i don't remember for some reason i was gonna say grub street but it definitely was not from grub street yeah there's an article talking about like these stores that pop up and they have like expensive pantry goods not expensive but just like artisanal local a little bit more expensive than your usual ones and pop-up grocery is like a super cool place for like fun new brands um and so they are a shoppy shop but we're doing a little earth day trash cleanup and then lunch at the store so that'll be fun for the new york city girlies Um, yeah there's gonna be fun little hats that everyone gets which i'm really excited to see people sport and wear i know i'm excited to wear mine i need like a new a new hat for spring summer and it's lime green so it's perfect what a win um what a win for the sea moss girlies what else do we have for intro is that truly it (laughs) 
I got nothing. I got nothing else to say. It, yeah. I How's you been, how just... have you been doing with the memes? I've been struggling with like sourcing new templates. Um, I've just been struggling with topics for yeah. the memes to be about. So yeah, if the memes have been lacking lately, sorry. No, we, we have like at least one every two days that's like really good. And then the other yeah. ones are like good. You know what I mean? They're like. Yeah. My thing too is that it just I now just make the memes on the spot. And sometimes my brain really cannot think right then and there. So I need to do some sort of like sit down meme yeah. making session um, I, ha- I have to have at least three in the drafts because then i otherwise i'm scared like you said i yeah, don't know what sometimes do. sometimes it's frantic moments when i need to post and i'm like holy shit i don't have a template or anything to say <laughs> yeah, then it's um, create mode. yeah the real struggles of being a meme admin you guys probably think it's super duper easy but guess what it's, it's tough. not it's like when kim kardashian's like it's tough work whatever that quote was yeah but i was gonna say about memes um I think I've reached a point actually in coming up with like new concepts that we haven't ever put up because when you first start a meme page, it's fresh. There's no base and you guys have, we have no idea if what we're saying is hitting or not hitting. Now we have explored some very like specific things and people have like related to it. And so I feel like I don't have any more like specific weird things I do. Like I feel like as soon as I said, oh, I spilled chia seeds on my floor. They're stuck in my teeth. That's like a relatable specific moment. And I'm like, okay, people get that. But I don't have any more relatable specific moments. Like I was thinking about like, damn, do people do this like fucked up cottage cheese and peas thing? Like I can't drop that on CMOS girlies. That's not like actually universal, you know? Yeah, I feel that. I feel like I have no, I also just have no new food or like health and wellness type goods that I can talk about on a meme I just have been sticking to the same old stuff and it's like I don't know I feel like we were doing a lot of electrolyte and coconut water ones for a while so I had to like put those ones to rest yeah I mean we can always do something about like probiotics and prebiotics and gut health I'm like we got it people have seen this before I also feel like we've done so many that are related to like Huberman stuff like if you listen to Huberman about like the 15 minute walk the sun exposure that stuff um so that's a kind of a, a segment that we've done. I had a good point that I just forgot it. Oh, so like as an example, last week I used the create mode because I was listening to a podcast when they said the word cytokine storm and I was like triggered by it because I just like hear it and it's like fucking annoying. And so I made a stupid meme about like when health motherfuckers say cytokine storm and I was expecting that meme to get two likes and then a few people commented like, oh yeah, I like hear that in podcast. So that was like a new subject that got dropped like that we'd never referenced that before. Yeah, I need to just really pick up on like little things that people say in podcast episodes and just turn it into a meme because like I'm gonna I'm gonna drop one that says gut buddies about Stephen Gundry and no that one's gonna go on deaf ears. Like no Dude, one. Dude, Stephen Gundry's podcast titles are so funny that we should use those <laughs> for like memes. I feel like I screenshotted one like a long time ago, his podcast, and it was like got the farts it was like something yeah no you do sometimes just post them on your twitter timeline i'm like oh kate's listening to stephen gundry (laughs) yeah i mean what else is there to tweet about that versus yeah i I haven't been listening genuinely to many podcasts because dude i'm still off the podcast i don't know i just i just don't feel like listening to people talk i know well i like will listen to it as a way for me to like be efficient girl boss and like write an email like then it's like background noise to me but actually listening to it, not really. Um, like retaining the information, no. Um, okay, so today's episode is about, <laughs> um, hair. It's about hair and nails. Kind of a beauty-related, skincare-related episode. We don't yeah. do too many of these, I think, because Kate and I truly don't give a shit hair about hags. a lot of this type of stuff. I, I tweeted something yesterday, yeah, like, or not yesterday, a few days ago, and I was like, I wonder what my life would be like if I actually knew how to do makeup or my hair. And Crazy. you replied back yep. to something. I was like, yeah, this is so relatable. Like, I don't know how to do makeup. I 
don't do anything with my hair because I don't know like how to do hairstyles. No, my reply back to Emma was, yeah, every t- sometimes when I put on cream blush, it looks like I have a third degree burn on my face, like every time I'm about to leave the door. And hair, like why would I straighten my hair to then curl it? No, Dude, I don't even know how to blow dry hair. No, same. I I know you're not supposed to put it close to your head, and I put it right on my. Scalp. I don't even like own a straightener or anything, and like makeup. I've been doing the same look since probably sixteen or seventeen, and it's like my going out look. It's my work look. It's, it's my, my gym look. look. <laughs> um, I no, don't but- own eyeshadow or anything. Um, I was gonna say about hair. Oh, I cut my hair on Friday. Yeah, I was. I'm. Like- oh, I'm gonna cut my hair soon. Like, you do. Uh, well i need to because it, it's so long and i usually get my hair cut when i'm home but yeah i'm not going home prices. for a while so i have to do that myself well that'd be fun i think our whole episode should just be us like this right now <laughs> is that about should, hair and nails? we should record a podcast episode of us both cutting our hair yeah or you know yeah i don't know what i was gonna say but i think like a long time ago we had this idea for an episode where like we would record which would be annoying as fuck for us, us to do but maybe people would be interested us to record like every five minutes in the morning at the same time or something it would just be like monologue it'd be like eating my brazil nut making my coffee sitting in pigeon stretch and it like i don't know we you know that'd be I- funny people are always asking for like the hot girl summer podcast episodes or like the chatty kathy ones where we like go all around but i think it'd be so funny if we went back to bathhouse and if we just like recorded all of our thoughts and like our no. like reactions to people just because that was like really funny and um i think people would enjoy that but yeah i maybe. think we should just go on a really triggering walk like on a saturday afternoon when the weather is beautiful just like walk through the busiest streets obsess over the lines in manhattan and at morgan Stearns. that is bound to happen now that summer is here in april there was a fat line in morgan Stearns on friday i walked by it and i was like whoa i've never yeah, seen it that long not too surprising but anyway yeah hair and nails we're going to kind of talk about how that ties to your overall health, how to know if your nails or hair are healthy. Um, I feel like I kind of learned a lot because these are both areas that I abandoned, truthfully. Yeah, truly. So you'll um, learn a lot. Um, mm-hmm. If you don't learn a lot, then, you know, there's other podcasts no, out there you can listen to. <laughs> you can learn You can learn new stuff on the next episode. Episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Half of our episodes should just be non-educational and just us not saying any i mean you know that's a chatty episode but we should just be disinforming people that should yeah, be our new totally. pivot yeah um anyways i'll call you back and we'll chat about hair and nails tight we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Our next partner is a product that Emma and I take every single day. 
I started taking athletic greens because I wanted to find a greens powder that actually blended together. The taste is hands down the best greens powder I've been able to find. It even has a mild tropical taste and you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, adaptogens, you name it. For me, I started taking athletic greens because I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. I've always known that taking a greens powder is a great addition to one's wellness routine, but I could just never get past the unpleasant taste. This completely changed once I started taking athletic greens. It tastes so good that I actually look forward to drinking it every morning, something I never knew was possible. Plus, athletic greens contain dairy-free probiotics, and let me tell you, my digestion has never been better. Another thing that Emma and I love is that it's the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go visit athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Okie dokie, CMOS really. So the first section is going to be all about nails and kind of how you can decipher whether you have good nail health and if your nails are maybe super weak or if you're seeing weird stuff on your nails, what that means for your overall health. So really for the general population, nail health can be like an indicator of poor diet and nutritional intake, but most nail issues do not indicate some crazy underlying illness or disease. So if you think you see something weird on your nails or like I don't know, they're feeling crazy one day. Do not go down the WebMD rabbit hole and self-diagnose yourself with like cancer or something um, because you're likely going to be fine. Uh, Most healthy nails should really look smooth with no crazy discoloration. We got a few questions about like, do the white lines on nails mean that you're like protein deficient or have some other type of vitamin or mineral deficiency? And for most nails, like you should really have this like white moon on the bottom of it. And this is part of the nail matrix. These little white moons, if you want to call them that, are also known as like the lunalay. And the matrix for the nails kind of refers to the tissue that's just beneath your nail. And this contains like nerves, lymph, and blood vessels. It also produces the cells that become the hardened nail plate, which is the part that we see. And if you don't see the little moons on your nails, it's likely not going to be a huge cause for concern because it could just be hiding under the cuticle or skin in that area. But it could also in some circumstances uh, be due to anemia and malnutrition. So like, let's say, and maybe you don't see the little moons and perhaps on your nails, you have like a bunch of parallel white lines across the nail. This condition is known as like the the Murex nails and it is caused by low levels of protein in the blood. And this exact protein is called albumin, which is a protein that I have never heard of until researching in this episode. But this type of protein is found in the blood and it's also produced by the liver. And the main purpose of albumin is that it keeps fluid from leaking out of blood vessels and helps move hormones and vitamins through the body. And so low albumin is typically linked to liver disease, but also people who have really unbalanced diets. So mainly like malnutrition, Or severe eating disorders. Like I know when I was in the depths of my eating disorder, my nails were so weak and brittle and I didn't necessarily have like the weird, like white parallel lines, but my nail health definitely was super duper poor. And also too, like 
for people who are like vegan, I'm going to kind of get, I'm going to get into like different like vitamins and like necessary things to kind of help support nail health. And one of them is protein. So I think just like, if you are vegan, just being strategic that you are getting adequate protein in your diet, whether that's from seitan, beans, legumes, you name it. Um, but yeah, a lot of like unbalanced diets can cause low albumin, which then can lead to these like little white parallel lines on your nails and kind of getting into like different causes of certain like nail issues that people might experience. Like what is the cause of soft bendy nails? This is probably a very like universal thing that I'm sure a lot of people have experienced and to diagnose whether you have a bendy nail or not. is like, if basically, can you bend it with ease? Or if you get like a gel manicure, your nails might feel like super duper paper thin. And this is largely going to be due to things like being overexposed to cleaning products or moisture and like nail treatments. So you might want to consider wearing gloves when you're cleaning or washing dishes. And then also just constantly getting acrylic nails or gel manicures. This is due to the fact that like you really have to file down your nail until it's rough in order for that acrylic to stick. So this just naturally over time will weaken your nails. That's why it's like highly recommended to kind of like take a few months break just to let your nails kind of regrow and get stronger and get healthier again. And soft bending nails can at times be linked to nutrition deficiencies so if you notice like all of a sudden that they become weak and bendy this could be a result of like an iron imbalance vitamin b deficiency calcium or even a low uh, fatty acid deficiency could contribute to weak nails and then for people who have like nails that kind of peel this could be caused by your nails like using your nails as a tool so like trying to like pry things open and if you soak them in like super sudsy water but again it could also be linked to an internal issue that's going on in your body And one way to really know this is if you're like noticing also that your toenails are peeling. So definitely, you know, I feel like when we talk about nail health, we mainly talk about like our hands, but also we do have toenails. So also take those in consideration when assessing your, your health. But um, if you're also seeing like similar things occurring on your toes, especially with the peeling, it could be due to an iron deficiency. So this kind of gets into like the best vitamins and nutrients for nail health. We've got a lot of questions about like collagen and calcium, which I'll kind of get into in this section, but, and there's going to be a lot of overlap in terms of like hair health too. So there might be, Kate might talk about the same ones, but she'll tailor them more, more to hair health. The first is going to be iron though. So Iron's main function is really to carry oxygen to your organs and every cell in the body, including our nails. So without iron, the oxygen does not get carried to the nails. So a deficiency, as mentioned, can cause like those vertical bridges on the nails and also just like lead to like super weak nails. So if you need to increase your iron intake, you know, there's supplements out there that you can explore, but also just eating like animal protein is a great source for that. Next is B vitamins. So B12 uh, helps with absorption of iron and development of red blood cells. And if you are low, have low B12, you could experience like bluish nails and TBH. I feel like I've experienced that in the past, probably when I was like vegan and then folate, which is B9 is also good for nail health by contributing to red blood cell formation and the development of new cells. So again, if you're vegan, make sure you're taking nutritional yeast or just like a B12 supplement. Next is magnesium, which was actually kind of surprising to me. I feel like when we usually talk about magnesium, We really talk about the importance of it in relation to like sleep, muscle recovery, and stress, but magnesium is involved with over like 300 reactions in the body. And one of them is including protein synthesis, which is required for nail growth. And that gets me into protein. So our nails are made of like fibrous structural proteins called keratin. And what's interesting is that like nails are actually formed by the dead cells. So the keratin that we see on our nails is actually dead. 
but eating enough protein is essential as it will boost keratin production. So again, like if you are vegan, just kind of take that in consideration. Just remember, and even anyone, even if you eat just a regular normal diet and don't have any restrictions, just like ensure that you are getting enough protein. And when it comes to collagen, collagen, yes, can support nail structure. So when our body does not produce enough collagen, it can contribute to weak nails, but like, I think many people go to collagen or certain supplements because it's like marketed as like helping support strong nails and like strong hair. But I think like oftentimes what I notice is that like a lot of these people will like only focus on taking collagen. Then they kind of like focus less on like the even more important aspects of their health that will have like a far greater impact on their nail health. So like you can be like treating your body like shit in other ways. And then if you like are taking collagen, then like you don't feel like you're getting any like true benefits from it it might be because like you're fucking yourself over in other ways so just one thing to keep in mind um if you want a good collagen i really really like the mind body green brand um just i'm sure we'll get questions about like our collagen recommendations and then when it comes for calcium like there's more research that's needed to assess the relationship between calcium and nail health and our nails have a very different substance makeup compared to the bones and teeth. So I think a lot of people kind of get confused with this because like 99% of the calcium is stored in these and our nails are obviously more of like a protein structure from the keratin. And when it comes to like calcium and nail health though, like people who have severe deficiencies of calcium, they could perhaps show early symptoms in nails and whether they're weak or brittle or in like slow to grow all of a sudden but yeah, like overall, when it comes to nail health, I think like it's so much more tied to like nutrient deficiencies. And if you're in making sure that you eat a really healthy, balanced, diverse diet and are like taking supplements where you need to take them, your nail health is probably going to be fine. And, you know, that's just kind of like the one way to really support yourself. And yeah, you're not going to die if your nail is looking a little crazy one day, which is, I think, nice, nice to hear for once. Yeah, we love giving non-threatening health advice to you guys. Also a note, like Emma and I don't really get our nails done because um, I feel like that's a whole other ball game if you're always having like it's gels on and then removed and stuff like that. So I feel like that's a total different sector. So sorry if we you're not seen and heard in this um, episode here. Yeah. Uh, to get into hair health, I think what Emma said, like overall, the the too long, don't read whatever thing of this episode is that a lot of this little fancy shit about hair and nail health doesn't matter if you aren't sleeping if you aren't being active if you aren't eating vegetables so you can't just go and get like fancy supplements to solve like larger things to get into hair health kind of like what causes issues with hair health because i feel like on tiktok and just any like platform that would have someone with like damaged hair and then there's like some sort of like mlm mom that has like some product that like makes their hair better overnight it seems super scammy and so there's a lot of stuff that could lead to hair issues that aren't just like oh luck of a draw like my hair is just brittle or something like that so research finds that a deficiency in once again like vitamins and minerals are going to be the most important for cell growth and that's that function if it doesn't work that's going to contribute to hair loss or just weaker hair so to get through the vitamins kind of like emma said the best ones for hair growth are going to be the b vitamins vitamin d e zinc biotin and iron and i'm going to do some sort of like fact checking on those because i feel like you hear things isolated like biotin or collagen as like the cure-all but everything else is also pretty significant too so the b vitamins are essential for metabolism nervous nervous 
system function. The thing is, though, is like you can easily reach the daily allowances of most B vitamins if you eat a balanced diet. Like Emma said, if you're vegan, you might have to supplement for things like B12. But B vitamins are found in a lot of foods like whole grains, fish, meat, eggs, nuts, and avocados. Biotin is also a B vitamin. So it is known as vitamin B7, meaning it's a complex B vitamin. And it's often touted as the one that is like related to the hair growth benefits because it creates red blood cells, which then carry oxygen and nutrients to the scalp and the hair follicles. So it plays a role in the care production of your hair but you can also get biotin from your food if you feel like you need an extra boost like maybe you think your hair is brittle or something like that talk to your doctor because supplements label supplements labels oftentimes show that the biotin supplements of hair skin and nails like the specific ones they far exceed the daily recommended amount of what you need for biotin so you could be doing more harm than good you could be wasting money peeing out the vitamins especially if you are eating the b vitamins and then taking the supplement on top of that it's not going to like do much um the reason vitamin c relates to hair health is it helps with blood circulation and so when there's more blood circulation to your scalp there's a greater stimulation of hair follicles which may then help promote hair growth it's so funny i never think about like hair follicles like like you know, with blood that relates to blood. I would never think that. Um, and I feel like the only time I thought about like hair follicles was like, like, I don't know, like when I was a child, I guess, like when your hair was first growing or something like that. I don't know. Next one is vitamin D. Um, when the body doesn't have it, then your hair follicles have trouble facilitating hair growth, which results in sort of shedding that kind of ties to like eating disorder stuff. Emma said earlier, a lot of people that like are in eating disorder shit like have low vitamin d levels or just like people that have like any low vitamin d levels often has this hair shedding or really like brittle hair i feel like that is often like a symptom that comes up for depression is like weakened hair and brittle nails um the next one is zinc so low levels of zinc are actually associated with not only like hair loss but also poor wound healing and so there was a study that showed that supplementation of zinc actually helped patients who had alopecia um, so this one as like a kind of more isolated single thing does have a lot of linkage to specifically hair growth, not just like overall well-being. The next one is iron. So if you don't get enough iron, then your body can't produce enough hemoglobin. Um, also like hemoglobin, I feel like I could make a meme about that. Like that's a word we haven't like lodged into the CMOS Curly's universe yet. Um, but basically if you don't have enough hemoglobin, then it will filter oxygen delivery to your scalp and then contribute to hair loss. As I said, you got to stimulate the hair follicles. Last one, keratin. So keratin is a protein that makes up our hair skin and nails um it's produced in the body and there's many supplements out there that say that they help with hair growth but you can actually get it from food you can get it in protein rich foods like eggs beans fish and meat rather than taking a pill and there's no real like reliable studies on keratin and hair growth and i feel like keratin is often like the isolated ingredient that is kind of touted in either hair products or hair supplements or hair gummies of like this is going to be the best thing. I feel like there's fully like lines that are called like a keratin hairline. Um, yeah, probably. So it's probably just some fancy word girlies. You're getting a little bit of brainwash by the keratin shit. Um, I mean, if it works for you, yeah, but it's not, there's no like studies on it really. Next one is supplements. So I've seen the supplement all over TikTok. Like whenever I see a random video about hair growth, it's called Nutrafol. Uh, maybe some of the girlies are on it and can weigh in. Um, but Neutral Full has actually run their their product through clinical studies, which is interesting. So it's formulated with natural ingredients and it's supposed to target the root of your hair thinning, such as stress, lifestyle, and poor nutrition. So it's kind of like a multivitamin that addresses your hair. It's not marketed as like a hair gummy in any sense or a hair pill. 
And in their clinical study, it showed that 90 or 84% of women saw less shedding and 72% of men saw more scalp coverage. So I just thought that was interesting that like, yeah, they're targeting people's natural vitamin deficiencies versus targeting just like hair follicle stimulation. And so it addresses six primary reasons that they have det- determined that lead to hair health deterioration. And they claim that it leads to accelerated hair growth, increased thickness, fullness, and strength because it deals with the lifestyle factors and it lessens stress levels and then enhances your sleep quality. So I thought that one was interesting. I mean, the most other supplements that kind of come up in this category that are like quote hair or nail supplements are going to be like gummy supplements or just like biotin supplements like they come to be you look at the back of a hair supplement uh like pill pill bottle and you see that it just like vitamin c vitamin d biotin and iron which i just like laid out for you so you don't have to go and buy these specific things they're probably going to be a lot like marketed a lot more expensive to you so you could just go out and buy vitamin c vitamin d biotin and iron if you are like really tapped into the hair growth thing and also too if you're already taking a multivitamin your multivitamin is already going to have like a lot of those vitamins too so if you're taking that it's going to likely be a waste of money i also just looked at the price of neutrophil and it's like very expensive so definitely like only take this if you truly need to um because i just don't want people going out and spending like 80 dollars on so this was this was no means like a recommendation this was just like the one that i feel like was interesting yeah like talked about all the time and talked about all the time yeah um yeah then we kind of got like random questions about like hair washing and like our personal you know approaches to like nail and hair health tbh i don't have much for you kate and i both have curly hair and i know the main thing with curly hair is that you should really only like wash it with shampoo like once a week and if you do use shampoo make sure it's sulfate free and with curly hair this is kind of more like aesthetic not as much like when it comes to like hair health but people with curly hair you shouldn't dry your hair with a towel instead you should dry it with an old t-shirt that is something that my mom has taught me because it doesn't soak up as much water so if you have curly hair and you feel like it's always frizzy and you dry it with a towel maybe try the t-shirt method okay mom maybe i need to do that um yeah my mom did not teach us anything about makeup beauty hair skin nails she's very um tomboy if we'll use those phrases grew up on a farm and so um yeah she didn't even teach me how to put a ponytail in my hair (laughs) so i didn't know anything about this we would just get like vaseline to put on our face when i was growing up so the hair stuff i mean i sweat a lot and that's been an ongoing battle because my sister's in the camp of getting the targeted videos of like i made a joke about this like a long time ago but like day 12 of not washing my hair (laughs) it's just people talking about how they have like some no no poo low poo like shampoo conditioner routine and like probably i'm envious but i like actually sweat a ton when i run so i don't think i could go down to like only washing my hair once a week so I definitely wash my hair like three to four times a week if it's like not that gross maybe I'll just wet it and then like brush through it but yeah I don't know how the girlies do it there's also like a lot of hair masks you can do for growth um I don't really know if that's like a thing you need to get um do your research on that like i don't know that section i was just kind of like i have not explored that that much so yeah i I don't think i've ever have done a hair mask i actually i mean i remember when i was vegan i used to see all those videos of like put yogurt in your hair and like avocado in your hair like the hippie dippy ones but i don't know like i interesting next um how can you tell if your hair is like 
unhealthy or anything like that. Like Emma spoke a lot about nails, but for hair, just a reminder that it's normal to shed anywhere from 50 to 100 hairs a day, which might seem like a lot. Because I know if you brush through your hair, or if you're taking a shower and you see like hair on the sink, like or on the thing, whatever, you might be like grossed out, like, oh my God, my hair is falling out. So if it's 50 to 100, you're definitely fine. Um, if you feel like it's brittle, once again, like check those bigger lifestyle things and then go more into like maybe a specific supplement. Um, but yeah, maybe you just need a haircut. Maybe you just need to go chop, chop like Emma and I do in front of the mirror every now and then your hair's fine. Exactly. Exactly. And then the last category is about gummy supplements, which I feel like we've touched on in a few episodes like here and there, but maybe not a whole episode dedicated to it. So if you don't know gummy supplements, think of like the Flintstone gummies. Think of the Kourtney Kardashian gummies, those apple cider vinegar goalie gummies. What are some other ones that are out there? Um, Like hum nutrition. Yeah. Didn't James Charles have gummies? Some shit. God, probably yeah um it's always just like a red flag like just look at the credibility of who's selling these gummies and i know there's some brands that like probably look more credible but whenever it's like celebrity supplements they're all gummies i'm like i don't trust this at all Like you know they're all being made in the same fucking lab <laughs> yeah and there's 0.001 percent of anything in there so to give you the the skinny on gummy supplements or the short whatever the short list Different supplements have different bioavailability, meaning whatever form you take it in is going to see different results. So if you take a liquid form versus a pill versus a powder versus a gummy, you're going to get different things. And that's because how these things are processed, um, how efficiently your body can take things in. There are different things like fat-soluble versus water-soluble vitamins. So that's why when it says like take with food or don't take with or take without food or doesn't need to be taken with food, that's why some things can be in a powder and some things can't. So when it comes to gummy supplements, the reason that they are kind of a no-no territory most times is because they use a lot of sugars and additives and fillers, and they use that because they need to, like, make the product into a gelatin thing, and then they stick, you know, a little bit of, like, vitamin B in there. These things also might upset your stomach, one, because of the sugar, but then more because of the sugar additives, like, if they have alternate or um, artificial sweeteners in their product. But gummy vitamins, the bigger issue is that they have a limited shelf stability and they become less potent in time. So the longer they sit in your shelf, the less of the vitamin there is in them. To ensure that they have as at least many nutrients as their label claims, manufacturers will then pack these gummy supplements with more vitamins than the label says, which allows the strength to wear off with time. So you're the, the like... I don't know, like the ethics or the actual efficacy, that's the word I'm looking for. The efficacy of your gummy supplement is very random. You don't even know when the product was manufactured. You don't know how long it took to get to the shelf. So by the time it actually gets in your small intestine or whatever for your body to absorb it or your bloodstream, yeah, you're probably not getting that many vitamins from it. And, you know, when it comes to gummies and like gummy vitamin, that whole sector, um, the sourcing of ingredients or not the sourcing of ingredients, I was going to say that it's better than, you know, if you are a small child and you need to get little gummies or something like that, um, it's totally fine for a kid to take gummy supplements if they can't swallow a pill. But at the same time, there's better things on the market. So if, if you're someone who can't swallow pills, like there are liquid supplements out there that are going to be way better for you or powders or something like that. Or even there's a new category in the vitamin supplement space of like granola bites, like gem daily bites, or you could get like a smoothie, like athletic greens that has all of your vitamins in it. So yeah, gummies are kind of low on the totem pole in our opinion. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing too, when it comes to gummy, gummy vitamins and just like supplements at large is that 
like the sourcing of the ingredients and the quality should be like a top concern for you. And I know like so many people who probably don't know a lot about health and wellness probably just like go to Walgreens and grab the gummy vitamins because it's like, oh, this is like what I took as a kid. So like, I'm sure it's fine. But again, just like definitely make sure like the brand you purchase from. And like Kate said, if you're getting some sort of like celebrity backed um, gummy vitamin, it's probably not going to be the highest quality. And they're probably not like producing it for like, you know, the best, the best reasons, right? Like it's definitely just like a cash grab for them. Um, so yeah, just like really make sure that you're purchasing, uh, the brand that you're purchasing from, like has some sort of information on their site about like the sourcing or like why they chose a certain forms of a certain like vitamin and mineral. Another thing too, is that like your gut microbiome and like your overall gut health can also play a huge impact in terms of like how well your body is able to fully absorb and utilize any type of supplements. So Again, you also have to focus on so many other aspects of your general health to actually make something such as taking a supplement actually be worthwhile. But I think like overall, like Kate said, like if gummy vitamins make it easier for you to like stick to supplement routine or to help encourage you to make healthier choices, then yeah, I think it's like better to like continue taking those and like forcing yourself to swallow pills and then like not sticking with it and like continuing to have like bad habits in terms of like when it comes to your health and like hair and nails and all that. But like as always just focus on a nutrient rich diet because you can you know heal yourself and get everything that you need from eating good food and you don't actually have to spend as much money on stuff like gummy vitamins indeed um yeah i feel like i always wonder like when people go to the doctor like do your doctors ever recommend like gummy supplements i feel like most would prescribe like a pill or like say or a naturopath or anyone but it's a really weird sector of the supplement category where i feel like they just sit on a shelf as like a fun little object but i feel like we all kind of know they're not serious like i feel like we all know that well it's Um, interesting too because it's like on health and wellness podcasts you never hear them recommend like a gummy vitamin and i feel like the only people that are really pushing gummy vitamins are just like weird influencers that like have no credibility in the space i'm just like where yeah like who is thinking that like these are what we should be taking who's behind big gummy let us know yeah but Um, no i do like the gem bites so people should definitely look into those for sure if you are someone who wants a a chewy texture for your supplements yeah a little chunk a little chunk in the morning (laughs) um yeah, I wish I had my chunks. I don't. I just have my athletic greens right now. But say la vie. Um, that's the hair and nails thing. So you guys are probably not dying if your hairs and nails are a little brittle. Um, happens to the best of us. We live in society. <laughs> There's things happening. Um, yeah. You got anything else, dog? I don't have anything else. I'm just thinking about the the shower that I'm going to take. The right post activities. It's now kind of humid in my apartment that I just got to rinse off the layers of sweat that I build throughout the day. Yeah. Now we're hitting this, the really frugal point of Kate and Emma's year where we try to go as long as we can without turning on our AC and just suffering for a little bit. Yeah. I haven't turned mine on yet. I'm not planning on turning on, turning it on until, until May. I unfortunately had mine on when I had a guest over that I'm like pissed about. Oh, you know, that's fair. I'm like, fuck, I don't want to sleep with the AC on. Like you just have it on like up to sleep. Then you turn it off. And I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah, two dollars on my bill. I, I, I'm really gonna try Sam Australia's this year to not complain about being hot on the pod, <laughs> but no promises because no promises. for people for people who don't live in New York City, I'm sorry, but you really just don't get it. Well, it's more of an issue of um, urban density, as they say. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so maybe the urban studies girlies will relate to our pain if they even don't live here. Probably. 
anyways yeah i'm thinking about i don't know why i'm like i think i got sunburnt yesterday and now i'm like oh my god not that starting again i already have a calf sock tan so yeah i'm gonna call my mother take a bath and you know administrative things that's your little epsom salt bath my little bath yeah my little hot bath in the summer like I'm, i don't know how long my baths are gonna didn't last you tweet me. something get the like didn't you take a hot epsom salt bath on like the day it was like 90 degrees i did yeah that is I like know. mental that is I, insane i know i was thinking weren't you sweating after it yeah you cool off you just like shower off a little bit you like take a not a cold shower after but you just rinse off um right my, my whole thing on bats when i was little this podcast is just long but i just have a lot of things to think about now when i was little i thought bats were disgusting because i didn't think that people would shower i thought the shower before they get into a bath imagine that you're sitting in a pool of your own sweat i like yeah yeah no i i thought but now if i'm taking a bath i am fully clean before i get in the bath the bath oh, is well, not of my course yeah it's not my activity to get clean but i thought as a kid that people were like thinking that baths were getting them clean <laughs> because as a little kid i there's photos of my sister and i in like a bath to get like a bubble bath that was just a dirty pit of like <laughs> like what yeah i definitely sat in some gnarly ass baths with yeah. like when my brothers and i would take baths together yeah that was probably like dirty so filthy and so disgusting yeah but our immunity strong strengthening our immunity by getting germs exactly entirely Anyways. Yeah, baths are fun. I do like an Epsom salt bath. I, I was saying them for a moment, but now no more. So maybe actually this will be the changing of the guards, the ch- the changing of the seasons where I will start getting into your cow- your cold shower tweakness. Like doing Dude, that. I feel like you would really enjoy I that after really a nice long it. run. Well, I really, really love it. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. If we listen to Huberman, he says after you work out, you should not have cold exposure. And I shower after I work out. Okay. But here's the thing. Like, all the people who do take cold showers, though, are all, like, crazy, buff, athletic people. And I'm sure they're all taking them after they work out. I think it's, like, if you, like, if you're only taking a two-minute cold shower, you're going to be fine. I think it's more when you're, like, plunging yourself for fucking, like, 30 hours. True. But you're not, you're not going to be sitting in a, in a cold I'm bath. Not Wim Hof. With I'm not Wim Hof. You're just going to be, like, standing there for 30 seconds. Yeah, I'm not Wim Hof. Don't worry. Yeah, you're not Wim Hof. You're not, like, Joe Rogan sitting in his, like ice cube <laughs> i'm just imagining them like it's not even an ice bath just there's a cube and they're just in there dude they should open up you know what they should open they should have like some sort of they should just i don't know why i'm thinking about this right now i'm an i recording this but funny i just think it'd be funny if like someone opened up a business where it's just like you you know how like they have you to pay to go to an ice bath but you pay to be in an ice bath but it's like there's multiple ice baths and you can just like socialize with your friends like i feel like dudes would really do that just, like i feel like dudes would be like oh yeah let's all go to the ice bath house and just like sit in ice baths i mean i guess no. that's like basically the russian baths but Emma, this already exists this already exists exists. in brooklyn yeah because people that i run with go and do it like they go and there's two baths and everyone kind of loiters and waits around for an hour to like everyone for to be done with their fucking cold plunging okay so i guess this isn't like a revolutionary idea no i think i no, i think you have the opportunity you specifically see i'm excluding myself from the business idea you have the opportunity to go make it a business because i just think this is some girl that just like does it from her roof for people yeah i can make it like very millennial instagram-esque yeah you know how like chill house for nails we have to like go that yeah, bathhouse for your body we have to like ice ice buckets i think there's total <laughs> yeah that's a great name people wait in line for the dumbest shit in new york and i think we should just get into the business of like 
ice buckets <laughs> sick yeah. sick yeah no dude literally people will wait around for like the most stupid shit like when i was getting breakfast today with with my swimming people we went to this little bakery and they had like breakfast sandwiches and they're like oh it's gonna be a 40 minute wait and i was like okay fuck that i'll just eat a pastry <laughs> like yeah i nothing is worth nothing is worth more than a five minute wait yeah no especially in new york i'm like guys go around the corner there's something else there's something else Straight it up. might not be like l- apartment 4f or it might not be levain or whatever but keep walking yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, sugar just tastes like fucking sugar, right? Sugar is sugar. It's same place. Um. Anyways, okay. Well, let us know if you enjoyed this post-pod ramble by Emma and I. Um, happy to do it with you, bro. Hope you enjoy yeah, the rest you of your too. Sunday. You too. Okay, bye. Right, bye. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.